0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Fantasy, Folklore, and More, the show where I talk to you about anything related to mythology, strange creatures, and fairy tales. This is your host, Alice Bandler-Davison. Before we get started, I want to apologize for not releasing an episode last week. My life has been super hectic, and for some reason, every time I pressed record, I had a panic attack. So that was fun. This week is officially the beginning of spooky season because tomorrow's October 1st, so I'm going to start my Halloween series. For the month of October, I'm going to cover the United States cryptids, which if you don't know, a cryptid is a mythical creature, and there is supposed to be one for each state. Whenever I was thinking of doing this podcast, this was one of the series that I was the most excited for, so I'm, I'm really excited. I've done a lot of research for this episode. First up is the White Thing from Alabama. The White Thing is an albino sasquatch that has red eyes and stands about eight feet tall. He has been described as looking like many different creatures such as a lion, wolf, or even a kangaroo. He is said to sound like a woman screaming or a baby crying which attracts people to investigate, but he hasn't actually attacked anyone which is good. There isn't much lore surrounding the creature, but he is considered an omen of death and he shows up around funerals or dead animals. I did ask my mom and my grandparents about this one because they lived in Alabama and they have not heard of it, but most of the sightings take place north of where they live. Next is the Alaskan Tisaruk. There's even less about this monster than there is about the White Thing, and I could only find two sources for it. The Tisaruk is like the Loch Ness Monster in the fact that it is a sea serpent. However, it is said that its head is seven feet long, but it's only 15 foot long total, so its head takes up half of its body, which I think is funny. <laughs> and it has either a fishtail or a flipper. In another version, he is furry and has a crocodile head with horns, a long tongue, three pairs of legs, three fins, and a flipper. And the most terrifying version suggests that it is more like a giant eel, but is completely transparent, so you can see it digesting its victims. It is also said that it can squish itself down to be able to be hidden in one foot of water, which further crushes its half-alive victims that it's digesting. There is video evidence of this cryptid, which I will link on my sources page. However, it isn't super convincing, and it kind of just looks like something covered in ice. But, people have been unable to figure out what actually is in the video, so it makes it slightly more convincing. The cryptid for Arizona is the Muggian Monster. This is another type of Sasquatch, and it's not just one animal, it's actually a whole species. They were first discovered by some Boy Scouts along the Muggian Rim, and they described the creature as being a large, hairy creature with a square head and expression of size. They are over 7 feet tall, walk on two legs, and smell like body odor, which is lovely. He is nocturnal, violent, and makes noises that sound like the surrounding wildlife study blends in. There are many believers in these monsters, and even a book on it. However, the person who wrote the book said that it was completely baseless at first, but then they grew to believe in it, so the book was published before they started believing. After it was published, more people came forward with sightings, and there's even evidence of this creature. According to Mitchell Waite, who is the author of the book, if you want to see them, you should let them come to you and don't chase them because they are curious but timid. They like sweet food, so you should leave them treats, but they don't trust people, which is understandable because they're constantly being hunted, so you should tread lightly and not make it obvious that you're hunting them. Unfortunately, Mitchell Waite died in 2015, but he was the expert on the Muggian Monsters. The Arkansas Folk Monster is another type of sasquatch, sasquatches are very common in America, apparently, who is seven foot tall with dark hair and an ape-like face. The most recent sighting for this monster was last year when someone saw a large, dark red animal in the woods near the Mercer Bayou. This spotting took place in broad daylight, so they're pretty certain they didn't convince it with another animal. There are multiple movies made about this monster and the Boggy Creek area in general, which is where the creature said to have come from. And there's even an annual festival in Folk, Arkansas, where people come together and tell stories about the creature. This was one of the more popular creatures, and while it's just a standard Sasquatch, there are tons of sightings of it, the first one being in 1908. The Dark Watchers live in the Santa Lucia Mountains in California. They are large, shadowy figures that were reported as early as the 1700s by some Spaniards, and whenever they saw them, they were reported to be wearing hats and dark capes. All they do is stand and watch, but if you walk towards them, it's said that you vanish. This is really all there is on these creatures, except for one account that said their grandmother traded fruits and nuts with them, but I can only find one account of this, and it didn't tell what the Dark Watchers gave her in return, just that the fruit and nuts were gone in the morning. These creatures are the most easily explained away, because they could just be a shadow or a hallucination, but I really like the idea of these for some reason, probably because of the illustrations in Barbara Davison's article on the cryptids, because they, j- they look cute. In Colorado, the Slide Rock Bolter lives in the mountains. It was first spotted by lumberjacks in the 19th century who started calling it a land whale. This is because it has a big head, small eyes, and a huge mouth with a long body and a tail that has hooks on the end that it uses to latch onto the tops of mountains. It is the most unusual that I've covered so far, and it just sits and waits with its tail hooked on the top of a mountain for someone to cross its path. And it's very particular about the mountains, the mountains have to be at least at a 45-degree angle. When it spots someone, it releases its tail and slides down the mountain with its mouth open and devours everything in its path. Unfortunately, the bolter may have been killed. A forest ranger wanted to prove its existence, so it set a dummy dressed like a tourist and filled with gunpowder and fulminant caps, which are explosive, at the bottom of a mountain. The next morning, the bolter swallowed the dummy and the resulting explosion is said to be the cause of the destruction of the mining town of Rico and the death of the bolter. There have been no sightings since this explosion. Connecticut has a lot of cryptids, but I'm going to cover one of their river monsters because it freaks me out the least while still being interesting. This was the only state that while researching their cryptids, I actually got scared. The first sighting of this river monster happened in the 1800s and was reported in the New York Times in 1886. According to the article, two men spotted a sea serpent over 100 feet long, which hit their boat and threw them into the air. However, they managed to land back in their boat and make it safely to shore. Another account from the 1800s says that it was black with a white stripe on its underside and it rose up to 6 feet out of the water. Many people now don't believe in this creature, but I think that it's cool that there are multiple accounts from back then. The Selbyville Swamp Monster of Delaware was proven to be a hoax when Fred Stevens admitted to dressing up in a raccoon hat, a scary mask, and a club to scare people. He did this to keep news flowing for his friend, who was the editor of the Delmarva News, and he dressed up for months. He eventually stopped, though, because he was scared of being killed by hunters. He didn't come clean for another 23 years, even though he'd stopped dressing up. However, there were reports of a monster from before he started dressing up. And after he, finished, after he stopped dressing up before he told people it was a hoax, there were still sightings. So was it entirely fake? We may never know. Florida has a skunk ape, and honestly this one's the least convincing for me because it was only spotted by one person. This is another Sasquatch-like creature who was discovered by a pair of brothers when they were out hunting. Since then, Dave Shealy, the younger brother, has claimed to be the expert on the skunk ape and establish a skunk ape research headquarter, which tells you all about the skunk ape, he has a ton of land there, and he has a gift shop. He even got video evidence of it from the year 2000, but it is not super convincing. It kind of looks like someone in a suit just running across the land. Sheely believes there are 7 to 9 skunk apes living in the Everglades, and he says the legend goes back for hundreds of years, but his is the only account I could find. I did find some instances of it being used as a tourist trap with Gatorland using a skunk ape to teach people about social distancing before they reopened during the pandemic. And I will be linking this video because it is insane. It was... it was a lot. While there are barely any sightings of this creature, there is a ton of swampland for it to hide in so maybe it's out there. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. The last creature I'll be covering today is the Jordan Atamahaha, or Alti. This is another river monster which lives in the Atamaha river. This creature originates with an indigenous tribe, but I've found conflicting evidence about which tribe it was, so I can't tell you which one it is for certain. It is described as having a sturgeon like body with a bony ridge on its top, front flippers, and a tail. It has the snout of a crocodile with large eyes and sharp teeth, and it is 20 to 30 feet long and bluish in color. In all of the illustrations I've seen of it, it is absolutely adorable and I love him. In the 1940s, two brothers were fishing for catfish when they hooked a creature that matched the description of the Altamaha, but slightly smaller. Before they could reel in whatever they had caught, the fishing line snapped. So unfortunately, we don't know what it actually was. There are many more sightings, though, not just this one, and there are sightings in both Georgia and Florida. Thank you so much for listening to my third episode of Fantasy, Folklore, and More, and the first episode of my Halloween series. This week, the candle I've lit is called Isfoyal from Sonoma... I really like the smell of it, it smells like um, a sickle. however I'm not sure if I recommend the Sonoma brand of candles because it kind of stopped lighting halfway through it and I had to like pour the wax in my wax burner and then see why the wicks weren't working. Um, I do have three more Sonoma candles though so I'll let you know. <laughs> I am hoping to pre-record next week's episode today because I will be on vacation next week but it is already 8pm so who knows. Thank you and I'll see you next week.